0: Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. <coughs> Excuse me, I have one of those fall colds. Um, so, along those lines, today we're going to be talking about how to make yourself more successful. And by that, I mean from the inside of you. You know, we talk a lot about this is how to do your website and this is how to do marketing and, you know, some other things like that. But I love it when I have guests on who talk about us as a human, as, as a person, because if we ourselves aren't healthy, it's not going to make any difference in the, in the world if we have a fabulous website, if we've got a great social media presence, all those various things. And so please join me today in welcoming Camille Gallinger to our program today. Welcome, Camille.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Deb. Thank you for having me.
0: You know, we've, we just chatted forever off the air, so this is going to be so much fun. Well, yeah. um, but let me tell people a little bit about you. So Camille Gallinger is a certified nutritionist, personal vitality coach, and strong advocate for courageous self-care. Through personal nutrition consultations, one-on-one vitality coaching, blogging, and speaking, she helps her clients regain life and vitality, which she personally defines as energy plus momentum plus joy. With an understanding of what it feels like to be depleted, discouraged, and overly stressed, Camille actually beat asthma and later adrenal fatigue, she uses her professional skills and personal experiences to counsel or coach the tired and the toxic. She goes beyond a nutrition-only approach and encourages clients to shift unhealthy mindsets and release disempowering relationships that drain their health and vitality just as much as poor eating habits. Now, with great respect for setting healthy boundaries and identifying supportive relationships, Camille not only teaches a lifestyle of courageous self-care, but emphasizes protecting it once you have regained it. So again, Camille, welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so excited.
0: You know, let's kind of go back and start at the beginning. Why did you decide that this was your passion and this was something that you wanted to really be helping people with?
1: Okay. So I decided it was my passion for two reasons. First, on the physical plane. Like you said, I myself had asthma and adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. And For any of your audience members who don't know what that is, that is when our adrenal glands, which are the walnut-sized glands that sit on top of your kidneys, Mm -hmm. are worn down. So Instead of being strong and secreting that adrenaline that gives you energy for the day, they're actually compromised and you find yourself tired and crashing a lot because you've uh, probably been under a lot of stress. You've gone into fight or flight too much. And then your adrenals are just worn out, and you mm-hmm. are in what is called adrenal dysregulation or adrenal fatigue, as yes, it's more commonly known. Mm-hmm. So I was actually sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, the drugs weren't helping, so I really wanted to find a natural approach to help me, and I did. I did eliminate the sugars and the white flowers and the processed foods. I learned about herbs. I learned about natural vitamins, and I was able to restore my health. I was able to do things I had always wanted to. couldn't do because of asthma, like Mm -hmm. playing sports. And I play tennis three times a week now because I can Wow! So I was so happy just to be free from Mm -hmm. disease that I wanted to help other people. Mm -hmm. But then later on, on the second plane, which is the emotional mental, I learned how stress could actually go back and recapture all that health that you worked so hard Mm -hmm. to regain. So if your stress was out of control, and you did not respond very well to it, and didn't have boundaries set up, then you could find yourself ill again because of all the stress. Mm-hmm. And even with my clients, I saw that even with wonderful nutrition protocols and with uh, changes in their eating style, if they were going through either stress or trauma, they could find themselves in a setback that mm-hmm. would last a long time. So that's when I felt. Well, convicted, more than passionate, but convicted Mm -hmm. to speak to my clients if they allowed me to about shifting from unhealthy mindsets to healthier, more positive mindsets, releasing some draining relationships so that they could actually have supportive relationships in them. And then the health that they attained from their nutrition protocols and from their foods. They, they were able to hold on to that health. And they were able to be more than just healthy, but they were able to be energetic and joyful and really get some momentum to go in life. So I, I honestly feel convicted to show people how to live more holistically so they can be free and
0: contribute. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and as we said... It it is a combination of things. And and I love that you talk about dealing with relationships because we've all seen the people who have eaten well and still yes. not been healthy and all the things, or, you know, maybe you're in an office environment right. and the people in your office are the type that always go out for lunch and always, you know, go out several times a night, maybe four or a, a night, a week for after, you know, adult beverages type of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so the, and, and of course, many people don't go, when we go out to eat, we don't go to healthy places. So it's fast food, it's fried food, it's, you know, all these various things. And if you're doing that every single day, or even, you know, once a week, your body says, no, we don't like this. But, you know, it's the, it's the office culture, you know, it's all these various things. So how do you deal with people who say, but this is the way it is in my office?
1: hmm mm-hmm. So if I understand what you're asking correctly, you are saying, how do you deal with it when maybe a person says, well, but this is just what everybody's doing. Right.
0: What do. mm-hmm. what and, right. And I need to go along with it.
1: Right. Well, that's where I adapted what I call courageous self-care because Mm. you do have to have the courage to Mm -hmm. take the steps to take care of yourself in the way that you should. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not meaning to uh, uh, dislocate your friends, right? abandon your friends, but I am meaning that you prioritize your self-care so much that you would have the courage to tell your friends that, You know, I've got to take some steps back. I've got to take a different direction to save my life and to enhance my life. I -hmm. would love to have your support and understanding. But if I don't, just hold on. Just be with me for a while while Mm -hmm. I do. I have to do this for me. And hopefully you'll be an influence to those people. Right. Those people are just looking for a leader or they're looking mm-hmm. for someone. They're, they're not
0: feeling good about what they're doing no either.
1: Neither. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's one of the things I address in vitality coaching because so many people, even people of, of great renown and reputation are caring about what other people think all mm-hmm. the time. They're caring about what other people think so much. They're driving themselves into the ground. What does that look like? well, They are staying at the office way too late. Mm -hmm. They're constantly working, 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 because if they don't, their colleagues are going to accuse them of being lazy or -hmm. saying they're not doing enough. And so even though their body is crying out for some rest and recharge time, they're overworking themselves to what? Prove something Mm -hmm. or to prove themselves to others. And I encourage people gently and with grace to begin to let that go. And if you find yourself around certain relationships and they are draining you by say let's say speaking negatively all the time about the situations and you find yourself mentally tired or in my opinion even worse they're always trying to one-up you they're always telling how much more they have than you do, and how much better all of their possessions are than yours. And so, on. you need to release that because it actually has an effect on your cells. Mm-hmm. And if you're stressed that way and your cortisol is going up, that's going to affect your digestion, that's going to affect your sleep, and so on. So, you do have to. Make up your mind, maybe say work with a coach that'll help you develop your courage to go ahead and take the steps necessary for your own personal vitality, your own personal self-care, so you can come back stronger, so you can work from a full tank and not from a depleted
0: mm-hmm. state. Right. You know, and it's it's about telling them, you know, it's not that I don't want to go to lunch with you, right. I, and I enjoy your company. But, you know, and, and so maybe you find alternatives. You say, you know, how about one day a week, we do a potluck and we all have, you know, and, and, and you break it gently into them. You know, you've, you've used that word several times. And, you know, and, and I think, you know, it's we, we alluded to it. They're probably not happy with it either.
1: No, they're you know, not.
0: The, the body can only take eating out and eating foods like that for so long before pretty soon it just says, now. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, and so exactly. when they start eating better, it, right. it, it's over. And so maybe it's that you need to get the manager involved or, you know, whatever it is so that it be, beca- and maybe it is, it is, it's a team thing, you know, Hey, who can have the, you know, who does the, the, the best, uh, chili chili might not be a good competition, (laughs) but but you can have healthy chili, right? Um, Well, you
1: can. Also, another little lifestyle modification I encourage people to do, I encourage men and women alike to carry enzymes with them, Mm -hmm. food enzymes that'll Mm -hmm. help them digest the food that they can't digest on their own fully. Mm -hmm. So for instance, there's a, a digestive enzyme I use to help people digest proteins like beef or turkey, and there's one especially for gluten. So we have a lot of people who are gluten intolerant, Mm -hmm. but hey, we're at a potluck and we're going to have pastries and all that. Okay. Well Mm -hmm. then, not that it's a license to do it, but go ahead and pop two of your uh, digestive enzymes for gluten, and -hmm. then go ahead and Eat some of your food if that's where you are right now. You can do it when you're still at your desk. Nobody has to see. Or if you really don't care, go ahead and swallow those capsules. Somebody might ask, well, what did you just take? You describe it. Mm -hmm. So maybe they laugh at you at first. I promise you later on, they'll be asking you, now, where do you get those? Right. Yeah. As
0: they're sitting there and their stomachs went. Exactly. exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's sometimes people are just looking for a leader. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. You know, and and you can be suggesting other things. You know, hey, instead of going to lunch, why don't we go for a walk? You know, Lovely. all these various things. And and so you make it something because you're telling him I still want to spend time with you, but um, you know, and, and so there are certainly ways to get out of that. Now it is trickier when it's say your spouse, your children, your family, you know, some things like that. But you know, and, and I'm talking to the women here, you know, yeah. we're probably doing most of the cooking. You yeah. let's just lay that on the line there, and 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 so we can introduce these things a little bit healthier. Um, my husband, you know, he's he, I, I do all I do almost all the cooking, and he went to his doctor one year, and they said your cholesterol is like out of here, and uh-huh. so they put him on one of those nasty pills and all these various things, and and so I immediately started modifying things. You know, we have a lot of the the white meats, so chicken and pork, and a lot of fish even though that's not what he wants you know he is he is a meat and potatoes yeah, pasta is- guy <laughs> yeah you know and and and, and when he says anything about this i say and what was your latest cholesterol reading because of course it's it's gotten very good but you know it, we were talking about it before the program started it isn't about making this switch you know we've gone from this to that it's, you know, okay, let's one meal a week, let's introduce this in a, whoa, that worked okay, so let's do two meals a week. Um, and then it's okay to kind of, shall we say, fall off the wagon on occasion, but, and 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 the big thing is to not beat yourself up about that.
1: That's exactly right. And I'm glad you brought that up because the goal or ideal is not to be perfect because no one is perfect. Mm -hmm. So that's yet another mindset that I help people shift from, from this perfectionism mindset. And I have them actually emphasizing on uh process i mean we're all a work in progress and we just need to work the process through and if you have to work for something higher work for excellence not Mm -hmm. for perfection because if you are perfectionistic about it you are going to beat yourself up and if you beat yourself up you're going to continuously set yourself back Mm -hmm. so i want people (laughs) to be gentle with themselves. I want people to give themselves some grace as they are working towards a more excellent way of taking care of themselves because it's going to take some time and Mm -hmm. it takes the pressure off you. So you can set yourself up for success. And and yeah, and I'm also glad you brought up the family because yeah, my husband and I do eat differently, Mm -hmm. but uh, if he wants to eat something that maybe I wouldn't like to eat myself or even cook, he might uh, go out for lunch or so Mm -hmm. on. But the whole point is, I don't beat him up about it. right? I, I, and when he does eat something really well, something he might like that, that I cook, I just really encourage him and edify him. And I know that in time, he'll be eating a, a little bit better, a little bit differently. Even now he takes great supplements. He's always walking in the mountains and the more you encourage him, the more he'll tend to to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's just better if you have a positive experience around doing something that is right now a bit uncomfortable because it involves change. You'll make a lot more progress if you do it that way. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. You know, uh, long time listeners to the program know that I've had some health issues. Mm -hmm. And one of the things was I had to drastically change what I ate. Wasn't my choice. You know, I'm a Big Mac girl. <laughs> I like Taco Bell, you know, and, and part of that is I'm lazy and it's easy, you know, all the and, and let's be honest, I liked how it tasted. Uh-huh. I can't do that anymore. My body says, oh, no, no, no. And so sometimes I will reward myself or, you know, if, if it's eat that or not eat anything, okay, maybe. But the thing that I have found is because I normally eat so much more healthy when I have something like that, my body really says, "No, we don't like this." and so it, it, if in a way, it actually makes it easier for me to drive past McDonald's or to make sure that I always have something in, in you know something with me. I have you know I carry cheese and crackers, I carry you know all sorts of things so that if something happens, I'm not pulling in for that big Mac or those nachos or or whatever. And, you know, and cutting out things like sodas. I mean, you know, I was a Coca-Cola girl. I loved Coke. And yes, that was before we moved to Atlanta. In three years, I've had less than 20 sodas because my body says, no, we don't like this. Uh -uh." You know, in a variety of things. It doesn't like that sugar. It doesn't like that caffeine, all those various things. And so as we eat better it's just you know, as I said, it it it's easier to stick with it because when you don't do something right, your body goes no, mm-mm.
1: right. That's a good point because number one, you're changing your palate, so you're right. you don't really prefer those foods. And after you've eaten really well for a while, mm-hmm. and you have been without those additives that are in processed foods, you tend to recognize the, them more uh, uh, rapidly because mm-hmm. let's just say. Um, a Coca-Cola or a Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. So after you've not had that for a while, you can really taste the sugar oh, that's in there. And the caffeine, I'm and like caffeine. buzzed for days. Yeah, buzzed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and, so that's a good thing. That's a good modification there because your body's becoming detoxified. It's becoming cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's becoming more responsive. So when you do get a fake food or a highly chemical food that might not really be a food, your body's going to react to that and you're not going to like the way you feel and you're going to go for those things that are rich in folate, like mm-hmm. your spinach or uh, rich in healthy compounds like broccoli or a healthy hormone-free turkey, things like this. Mm-hmm. That, that's absolutely common.
0: Now, one of the things that you and I were chatting about before the program, and, and I'm sure you hear this a lot, is eating healthy is boring, and it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and of course, there couldn't be anything that's farther from the truth. But talk to us about that.
1: Well, I think that most people come from a mindset of deprivation when they're mm-hmm. thinking about that. They, they think you have to just eat rice cakes. They think you have to just eat a salad. Yeah. When that- carrots. I'm going to have to live on carrots. Exactly. There's so much more. That's why now you're seeing all these fabulous cookbooks. You're seeing people do these wonderful uh, 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 webinars and videos where they're showing you how to cook with herbs and Mm -hmm. spices Mm -hmm. and sea salt and the combination of organic uh, garlic and onions. I mean, it's so easy to do flavorful things and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. As a matter of fact, uh, on my Instagram, that's one of the only social media things I have. I don't do a lot of social media at all, Mm -hmm. but I, Good for you.
0: Thank you. (laughs) You talk about eliminating stress. Mm -hmm. That's
1: a big one, yeah. But I'm going to be putting pictures of foods that I create or meals that I create, and meals that my uh, clients create. They send them to me, and then I post them. So, for instance, one of my clients won a cookbook that I raffled off at mm-hmm. one of my seminars. Something I always do. And she made this beautiful Hungarian chicken dish, and it didn't take a long time. I got so many hits on that. I mean, mm-hmm. it looked good. You knew it was going to be satisfying. It wasn't loaded down with sugar and 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 what do you call those trans fats and mm-hmm. so on. Wonderful and it's encouraging. And I often not only have people cook with uh, flavorful items, but I have them treat themselves well during their dining time. So, for instance, when I'm working with people, especially who have issues around their own body image, and I know they're sitting in front of the TV eating their food i encourage them to not sit in front of the tv but rather go to your dining room table and i want you to pick out your favorite flower put your flower on your dining room table if you like candles put a couple of candles up there make your dining room uh, appealing to you and then make your plate i mean you don't have to go through a lot of things but make your food look beautiful and just serve yourself beautifully this helps too i even had a couple that i encouraged to stop eating off the paper plates They're Every single day. And oh, paper them. plates. Oh. <laughs> for yourself. Yeah, you don't have to do it every day. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to create more dishwashing time, but every now and then. Or at least buy able- the
0: pretty paper plates.
1: <laughs> yeah, the sturdy ones. Mm-hmm. So something To make that time more attractive for you again, it's all about being in process, changing the mindset, changing the environment and enjoying your dining. Mm-hmm. And I do purpose, uh, purposefully call it your dining style, not so much indulging in this diet and all of this stuff. I mean, I really want the, it to be a good experience for you. Right. And no, 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 nutrition doesn't have to be bland, taste bad. That that's so old school now. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, right. we have come so much further than
0: that. Well, and when we make the meals, especially, you know, maybe dinner is, is the, the best example of it, an event, you know, it, when we're eating in front of the TV, and yes, that's me because I don't want to have to clean off my kitchen table, um, <laughs> but we we eat differently. We eat quickly, um, you know, we, we might eat more, you know, all these various things as opposed to sitting at a table and having a conversation. You're, you are going to eat slower, probably smaller portions, all sorts of things like that.
1: And you know what, is, what else, Dad? I, I don't let them have their electronic vi- devices at the table. You mean
0: I can't check Facebook?
1: <sighs> exactly, ma'am. You can't ex- You can't check Facebook. Well, and also, too, I don't want you answering your phone and texting mm-hmm. all during the meal, because I want you to set a boundary up around your dining right. table. Time. I don't want people to disrespect your boundary and figure they can interrupt your self-care time mm-hmm. during dining and talk to you about this business deal that just has to happen right mm-hmm. now. Because if you let them do it once, they're going to do it again right. and again and again. And so you're robbing yourself of uh, relaxation because you can only digest in the rest and digest phase. And of course, like you just basically said, you're robbing your family of that talk time. Mm-hmm. So that's it's not really healthy when you've got yourself so fragmented like that. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and, and it is pretty simple, um, you know, and, and we say that it's simple, but it is, you know, we're, we're used to grabbing and going, you know, right. and, and, you know, slamming the food down, let's be honest, let's, you know, let's see how fast we can eat it as we're driving. You know, I used to tell people you could tell the last 10 meals that I had by the bags that were in my car. <laughs> and, you know, all these various things. But when we take the time, even if it's just, you know, even, you know, I, I, it's funny. One of the things that I have started doing, I love cooking now. Oh, I didn't need to. Oh, no, yeah. And part of it is because during that process, I have to put my mind on hold because I don't want to cut my thumb off, right? right. And so I'm focusing just on the cooking so that's you know half hour forty five minutes of not thinking about projects that need to be done, things that are going wrong, you know all these various things it's okay, what do I need to to cook you know cut up next what are you know what are all these various things and so to me it's very relaxing, and then it is about. How does it look? You know what is the presentation, as they would say on you know those fancy TV
1: those TV network shows.
0: Yeah, you know, and and now we still eat in front of the TV, but it looked pretty, and it never ever we don't we don't do paper plates, you know. So, um, but but yeah, it, and so and and I like I said, I enjoy that times that I spend. Just preparing the meal, and it's just me. Um, you know, I mean, I'm cooking for my husband too, but it's you know, it's not like I'm making it a family affair or something like that. And and but I know other people who do. I mean, you know, I have a friend who has three daughters who they they fix the evening meals as a group project. And that's when they find out, you know, what happened in your day and all those various things. So there's so many things that you can do as opposed to what can we cook fast, eat fast and get back to Facebook and and playing games.
1: Yeah. But even in eating fast, I've helped people come up with some ideas. So, for instance, uh, if you live near a Whole Foods, they Mm -hmm. have food and deli bar. I actually like their chicken salad and it's made with a good mayonnaise. It's called veginase. It's a healthier form. It tastes so good. And so one of the things I might have them do is buy, say, a chicken salad or let's say they like tuna. I like Mm -hmm. safe catch tuna, safe Mm -hmm. catch. It's uh, safe catch elite, low to no mercury. And I'll have them buy uh, an organic vine ripened tomato. Mm -hmm. So cut the top of of the tomato off, take the pulp out of the tomato, take your chicken salad or your tuna salad, stuff it into that tomato. Mm -hmm. If you want, you can put a little parsley on top of it and you have a beautiful presentation of Mm -hmm. a stuff tomato with chicken salad or tuna. It took you less than five minutes and it's cute and you can eat it and it's healthy and it's fast. Right. Yeah. And you didn't even have to carve out. So it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah.
0: And, and it's funny. One of the things that I immediately thought of when you were saying that was, but natural costs more. <laughs> and, and of course that is kind of the sad truth of the matter, but in the long run, I mean, especially if you're improving your health yeah. Th- then then it's really not an a cost that and, and you know obviously people are on budgets and, and things like that. So I'm sure yeah. that there are lots of ways that you can stick with your budget and you know and, and still be okay.
1: There really are. And and to at the foundation of that, sick care is a lot more expensive than well care right mm-hmm. now. I mean, I, I, I've seen people and the amounts of money that they have to spend and the time they have to spend trying to take care of themselves because they didn't for so long. But yes, sometimes maybe you don't want to spend the money for organic every single time at this time. So you might buy a food and veggie wash or you Mm -hmm. might wash your vegetables and fruits and grapeseed extract and water, things like this. might buy a few things. Uh, well, there are stores like Trader Joe's, which they mm-hmm. absolutely do have some good things, some good free mm-hmm. things also, and they are less expensive maybe than a Whole Foods. But and
0: you can, can mix it. it with two buck chuck and be okay. <laughs>
1: <It does laughs> that. Yeah. And now they have more grocery stores that are actually carrying healthier choices mm-hmm. because that's what the public's demanding. Right. So, yeah, it's just kind of what's priority to you uh, mm-hmm. that. dress or (laughs) by Mm -hmm. putting it into your family's uh, health care nutrition needs.
0: Well, and I remember, you know, years ago, I went to a financial planning seminar. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they said was track what you spend every single day. And some of the people now, I didn't do this, but I mean, some of the people spent $10 a day or more, you know, it'd be a heck of a lot more now on Starbucks you know, or going out to eat. And so when you, you know, know, okay, I need me some Starbucks on occasion. So you know, we're not dishing Starbucks. No, we're not. You know, it's, it it is one of those things where when you figure out what you're spending on the bad stuff, it probably is going to be less expensive to eat more healthy.
1: And that's part of, personal vitality coaching that we call self-awareness or Mm -hmm. behavior awareness. You really don't know what you're spending until you look at it and you track it. You don't even know what you're saying until I help you analyze what you're saying. And then you find out why you have a tendency to do the very thing you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. You're just not aware of it. And I help you through that.
0: So let's talk a little bit more about some of the programs that you provide because you do You know, you you obviously go to conventions and, and, you know, give presentations and things like that. But how do you work with people on an individual basis?
1: Okay, so on an individual basis, if the people just want to improve their nutrition because they want to become healthier, more energetic, and they've lived a life that's very close to burnout, I will do one-on-one nutrition counseling. We'll Mm -hmm. talk about the foods, uh, the nutritional supplements, your beverages, how to properly detoxify your system how to replenish your system but i do have people who also know that they have a few issues with let's let's call it unhealthy mindsets they are often uh, enduring panic attacks anxiety or they just feel like, like dark moods and then mm-hmm. they end up craving foods and eating foods. As a matter of fact, on the personal questionnaire that I provide for them, I often have people write, I want to change my relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I want to decrease my stress. Well, that's when I move them into personal vitality coaching, which is also one-on-one and it's done through a uh, FaceTime or Skype because I do need to see the person in it mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. So we can talk about, how you think, who's in your life that might be dragging you down. What are you permitting? Where are your boundaries? Do you even have any boundaries? Let's get those up. How are you talking to yourself? Mm -hmm. How chaotic is your mind right now? For instance, I do these types of things and I help them make gentle mindset shifts so that they aren't beating themselves up so much. Mm -hmm. And then they can actually Get more progress, and and keep the nutritional wins that they that they make.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I absolutely love it.
0: Right? Yeah, you know, and we've all, especially you know, let's go back to talk to the women here for a minute. You know, sometimes women do the binge eating. You know, the, the yeah. something goes wrong, and and they have you know a half gallon of ice cream or a pint. You know, maybe it's more a pint. Um, you know, or you know the, the the two dozen cookies or the entire bag of potato chips. Um, you know, things like that, And, and. And sometimes it is just behavior. You know, I remember you know long, long ago when I was in you know my twenties, mm-hmm. I would sit and watch TV and eat an entire bag of potato chips. And I'm not talking the little bitty bags. I mean, these are the ones that are family size. Mm-hmm. And and it was just it was there. And then of course I had my sodas. You know, and and I, it's amazing. I don't weigh like 900 pounds now, um, but. It it was just, and it became a habit, you know, and, and some of it was comfort food, you know, all those various things. But I sat down, I watched TV, I ate my bag of waffles and, and, you know, drank a bunch of soda and, you know, and, and so it's just kind of breaking those habits and getting back, you know, okay, well, you know, maybe you still want to, you, smokers often will say, what do I do with my hands? You know, so maybe it's, well, you take up knitting, you know, (laughs) or something to kind of break out of that habit. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, often
1: I find that when people are in the habit of as you call it binge eating, it can be traced back to perhaps their childhood. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had a parent who unknowingly said things to them about their body right. and today they're still living with that Oh, I have to be thinner. I mm-hmm. have to be perfect because my mom said this or my dad said this. And mm-hmm. I do. I have quite a few people who are living with those voices in right. their head of the parents getting down on them, or maybe sometimes I have the parent themselves, and I help them understand what their uh, millennial child is hearing mm-hmm. when they're trying to help them go well improve their eating. So, yeah, it, it does take the courage to let go of the past and to reframe some things and to get rid of some tapes you've been playing and replace them with healthier ways to talk to yourself mm-hmm. and to make your opinion count. Right.
0: It, now, you're not on Facebook, so you haven't seen this. I'm One not. of the trends yeah. that I have seen is a lot of people posting, you are enough.
1: Oh, I love it. I
0: love and, it. And, yeah, I mean, that's the and, – and it is, you know, we're not – we're not having to be the sister, you know, how many, you know, I'm, I'm an only child, but how many times was somebody told, why can't you do X like your sister or look like your sister or, you know, your, and your brother was- is in sports, you know, all these various things. And and we've, we've taught ourselves that we're never quite enough. We're not pretty enough, smart enough, thin enough, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we are enough, no matter what we are yeah. enough.
1: And you never want to get caught up in that trap because it, it'll never end. Right. So I, I do want people to understand they're enough. And again, and if there needs to be some improvement somewhere, guess what? You get to be flawed because everybody is flawed and you get to go through the process of improvement. But mm-hmm. Don't ever continue to think you're not enough and especially do not allow yourself to continue to be in the presence of someone who's trying to tell you you're not enough mm-hmm. because right. you don't have more money than I do or you don't have a bigger a big house like I do you don't this no that's a toxic person that's got to mm-hmm. be released you've got to work on yourself yeah maybe there's some areas that you can improve in but there's a way to do it a healthy way to do it
0: mm-hmm. and and maybe it is that you just need to accept that you know what I'm not a size 2 I haven't been a size two since I was eighteen, you know, and I'm never going to be a size two again. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Because there are people who have a certain body frame, and that's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at how your body functions. We're looking at how you uh, uh, feel, how you perform. You know, for you, we're not always trying to make everybody a size zero or a mm-hmm. size. But we want that energy. We want that momentum. We want that joy. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I love that that the 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 media or Hollywood or whatever we want to say has finally kind of caught cotton up. Oh boy, yeah. Caught up to (laughs) to this where you know we see the commercials, the characters in programs, all those where they're not the size zeros, they're not perfectly dressed, you know, they're the, the main character and they are overweight or you know, all these various things. And you know yes, we still want to be healthy. I mean, you know, there's, you don't want to be so overweight that you are not healthy. I mean, you know, we, we, of course. Yeah. But, but at the same point, yeah. I mean, when I look at somebody who's a size zero, I think, wow, they can't have a piece of cake and I can, Um, you know, I'm not going to eat the whole cake, but you know, and, and you wonder sometimes how, unhappy they are because they've deprived themselves to be that you know whatever that is you know that great athlete that you know uh, you you know the the person who is at the office 60 hours a week all those various things
1: well in some cases that might be it uh but we do know some people who are
0: of a smaller size right oh yeah they're just tiny heinies you know what they, and 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 i hate those people those people who could eat me in you know eat circles around me and never gain a pound right I
1: used to be like that <laughs> i don't think i am anymore <laughs> i'm more in that perimenopause time
0: mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> and and then and weight goes in funny places it's like it where that? huh where did that come from <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but i enjoy my energy i i enjoy being able to fit in my clothes but and i definitely enjoy being an encouraging influence to others. It's mm-hmm. not something that you use to make people feel badly. It's the, something you use to encourage those who are also interested in wanting to either trim up a little more or be more energetic or just feel like they have momentum in life. I like mm-hmm. that. I like encouraging people in that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Now, one of the things that I'm sure my listeners are thinking is, okay, Camille, I'm busy. I don't have time to do these things or even worse. I I travel and I eat from hotels, I eat on the go, all those various things. How, you know, it, how, how can we have those lifestyles? Now, granted, maybe part of that thought process might be, do you really need to be doing all that? But you know, say they do have to be traveling so much for their jobs. How can they eat healthy when they're traveling?
1: Right. Well, I travel also because I speak and mm-hmm. I'm not saying I travel more than I- anyone else. I might not even travel as much, but I tra- travel quite a bit. I do tend to bring my own food, uh, onto the plane mm-hmm. or, uh, in some airports, like I can't remember the names of them all, but I love the airport in San Francisco. I love the airport in Dallas, Fort Worth, where they actually have really healthy restaurants mm-hmm. and they've done it on purpose. And you right. can go, grab that food and bring it on the airport. If you're on the plane, I do encourage people to drink water. Don't drink the soda so much because it's already very dehydrating. Mm -hmm. You want to keep rehydrating yourself. So there are just a few things that you can do ahead of time to help you. And then you talked about being in the hotel. Uh, Yes, you can. If if you're able to, uh, whatever, take your Lyft, your Uber, go out to a healthier restaurant, or even better, go out to a health food store or a finer grocery store, buy your food, hopefully ask for a, a hotel room that has its own refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Or so, so you can store your foods, get some hot foods from a prepared deli, bring that back to your hotel room and so on. So there are ways that you can work around it. If you just do a little, a few things ahead of
0: time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and it, 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 even if you're traveling by yourself or a group, I mean, you know they, like we said before, if you suggest eating healthy, people might kind of make faces, but they're going, oh, thank you <laughs> because they didn't want to be the person to suggest it.
1: Yeah, exactly. If they've got you behind the scenes, they might say thank you. And then, too, you don't really have to say anything. You can just do it. You know, Mm -hmm. just do your thing. And maybe some people will happen to notice. But what's going to be so wonderful is how you feel at the end of it. I mean, you mentioned the, uh, I think the Big Mac or so. So sure, Mm -hmm. they're delicious or so wonderful. But then you have that heavy, heavy feeling in your Mm -hmm. stomach and you feel so sluggish. And that's different than, say, If you had, and and please, please don't wince at this because I make these all the time. I like turkey burgers. Mm -hmm. Some people like to go a step further and put their turkey burgers onto butter lettuce or something so they don't have the gluten-filled bun Mm -hmm. or something. They feel lighter. Or if you're having a a really dark green lettuce with with tuna on top or with some avocados and all that, they just find they feel better and they like that
0: feeling. Mm -hmm. And you can do that. Right. Yeah, and one of the things that that people don't probably do very much of, and and I have really learned that I have to do this, is you know, I'll look at the menu and think, There is nothing on here I can eat. And Uh so, you know, I there are certain things that, you know, I I will just say, Hey, you know, would it be possible for me to get a you know, say we're in an Italian restaurant, a bowl of angel hair pasta just Mm -hmm. with a little bit of of uh, oil. And, you know, and, and maybe a little Parmesan cheese on the side. 99% of the time, they will serve it to you, you know. And, and so it is it is a matter of just saying, you know, can I, can I order this a little bit differently? Um, you know, and, and most restaurants will allow that. You know, they, yeah. they enjoy yeah. the process.
1: More restaurants are doing that now. They're absolutely doing it. That's why they're... Uh, printing nutrition facts so mm-hmm. you can make your own healthier choices. A lot of them will accommodate you if you express to them that you have certain food intolerances. They'll, mm-hmm. They're quick to point out what's gluten-free and what contains gluten. I mean, honestly, people are doing it more and more in these restaurants. And then there's, a, I know there's a product called uh, Triumph Dining Cards. That's mm. on Triumph Dining. Mm -hmm. And so these are cards that are created in several different languages and they help you to avoid cross contamination of your foods. They're actually tailored to Hmm. gluten free foods and so Mm -hmm. on. They're found at triumphdining.com, T R I U M P H dining.com. And they Mm -hmm. were first made specifically for gluten free. Right. um, And they have a gluten-free grocery guide, a gluten-free restaurant guide. It's just something I was helping people with early on. But even now they've got uh, people who write grain free cookbooks and they show you how to eat when you're dining out. I mean, rarely now do we just have a cookbook with just the meal in it, but they're telling you how to dine when you're traveling, how to Mm -hmm. dine, when you're going out, what to ask for, uh, because this is what people are demanding now. They are like me. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired, but they Mm -hmm. still want to live life. So we're finding ways around that and people are more than happy to help us. Right.
0: Yeah, and as you were saying that, one of the things that I was thinking about is we're getting ready to go into the holiday season where, you know, potlucks galore, parties galore, all these various things. And, you you know, you you can't always tell the the person who's hosting the party. Of course, of course. So, you know, I remember years ago, somebody said, eat before you go. Because then you're not going to be as hungry, um, you know, and, and, and hopefully the hostess or the host might know about your, you know, your, your um, preferences right. and, and have something for you, but don't expect it. I mean, and that's, I think that's one of the things that people get a little annoyed at is, you know, you get to a party and they say, I'm gluten free, so I can not eat this. Um, but, you know, take your own, you know, if it, things like that it's important to
1: put hospitality first for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't ever go to someone's house and say, Oh, well, I don't eat that. I don't do that or anything. I mean, I, I will eat for the most part what's put before me and mm-hmm. graciously thank them. But am I armed with my digestive enzymes? Mm-hmm. yes right. uh, For those people, let's say they might in- indulge in as you call it more adult beverages i teach people how to take activated charcoal capsules around that so mm-hmm. they don't have the experiences of those uh hangovers and so on uh what if you it, let's say what if they're having a huge chocolate cake again with a lot of gluten i mean well, let, let's talk about portion size you right. eat. Uh, enough to be polite Mm -hmm. take your enzyme for gluten or so on or choose something else but just graciously graciously thank the person Uh, if you're able to ask for seconds of maybe the meal and so you're so full you you can hardly eat the dessert or something Mm -hmm. like that you know there are ways to do it without making yourself feel badly or your host feel bad
0: right yeah because you don't want your host to feel bad that they didn't have anything that you could eat
1: right of course
0: you know and most of the time there will be something, um, you know, and and so it's, you know, and and, and if they ask, you know, before, it's, it's okay to tell them, you know, hey, here's, you know, here's something, or, you know, if it's potluck, or, you know, you know, maybe it is, but I would love to bring a dish, you know, may I bring a dish to share, you know, some things like that.
1: Yeah, and often they'll see how gracious you were, and then maybe you'll find that they'll have something for you the mm-hmm. next time or so. I mean, it, it's it's all about relationship as much as it is about eating habits. And right. that's why I say we work very holistically. We work at look at the lifestyle, we look at how you think and how you feel. There's a way to go about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when you're out, you know, whether it's a restaurant or, you know, a friend's house or whatever, it, it, in, a, in many ways, it is kind of like a food allergy. I mean, you know, it, which, you know, obviously people, some people have extremely severe allergies. And so you'd never dream of saying, oh, come on, you, you can eat that. Just has a little bit of peanuts in it, <laughs> you, know, right, or, you right. know, some things yeah. like that. And and so it, it, I think people are, are really adjusting to the fact that it's not that we're being picky, or difficult. It's, you know, it, it's just not going to work anymore for me. And, um, you know, I I went to a, a thing not long ago, and they had huge, big, you know, pastas and, and all these things. I thought, oh, oh. you oh, know, but wow. I was able to take small enough portions so that I still was eating, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and just, you know, and I told them, I said, you know, I had a late breakfast. Uh, and, and then they were fine with that. You know, they, they, they were perfectly fine with it.
1: That's wonderful. So you communicated, you communicated mm-hmm. in a respectful and gracious way and you ate just enough. Or uh, again, if if you say were well, one of my clients, I'd make sure you had your special gluten enzyme and so on. So you made it work. Mm-hmm. You made
0: it work. Right. Yeah, you know, and sometimes, let's be honest, you leave hungry. I mean, you know, there's <laughs> well, been more than once where I've come home and eaten. <laughs> okay. <You> no, <know, laughs> well, and, and that's part okay part, too. a little
1: hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about the link between your mindset and health, because I think that's where we kind of see the the uh, the disconnect is. Is we don't you know talk to us more about that?
1: Okay. Well, the reason I emphasize mindset so much is because I'm quiet enough in coaching that I allow the client to speak, and when I I hear what they say, so I pretty much know what they're thinking. And the dominant mindset does seem to be the perfectionistic one because they do. They 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 actually call themselves names. They mm-hmm. they beat up on themselves. They allow guilt. One of my models is no guilt allowed. Show yourself some grace. I help mm-hmm. them do that. I move them out of the prison of perfectionism into the mindset of progress to excellence. Mm-hmm. Another mindset is the victim mindset where they just feel like everything is against them, poor me, uh, because the government treats the farmers so badly. I've got to eat all of this food that's full of glyphosate. My parents were mean to me. I have so much stress at work. It's everybody's fault. I'm a mm-hmm. victim. <laughs> so I help them develop a sense of accountability, responsibility, self-care, not self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. So we move out of the victim mentality more into uh, very, very victorious uh, there's a control mindset you know there, and that's actually that actually has its roots in fear and so I do start to look at what you really are afraid of and why mm-hmm. you're worrying so much and we talk about how it triggers your body to go into fight or flight and as mm-hmm. long as you're in fight or flight it's going to compromise your digestion so I educate them about how important it is to move from the fight or flight and into the rest or digest formerly called parasympathetic nervous system response. Mm -hmm. And then you can eat and assimilate your food better. We talk about there are going to be some things you can't control. And we talk about how much better it is to be in peace. As a matter of fact, I like uh, Mel Robbins' brain dump. Uh, Mm -hmm. She calls it the brain dump. And you take a notebook and for five minutes, you write down everything that comes to your mind. You don't take Uh, pay attention to grammar and spelling and typos and so on. You just write down everything that comes to your mind for five Mm -hmm. minutes in the morning. And it's amazing how, it, it gets every those things out of your head and onto paper and it clears up your thinking. It gives you a bit more relief. It's just a, a nice little habit, a lifestyle modification you can make so your mind's not so noisy and you're not having to worry about this, that, this, that. You can actually categorize things more. Um, I, I talk about I, being an isolationist, someone who just, you know, I, if, if, if I want it done right, I've got to do it all myself, you mm-hmm. know? Well, look, let someone help you like a vitality coach or like your functional medicine doctor or a trusted friend, Mm -hmm. you know figure out those relationships not just the ones who cheer you on and encourage you so much but those who absolutely love you enough to tell you the truth because those are the ones who are going to save your life mm-hmm. so th- don't think about having to be alone and do everything alone but there is someone around you that you really can depend on around mm-hmm. whom you can be comfortable who's going to tell you the truth so you can change your behavior something that you don't see that you're doing or someone who's going to be an encouraging to you and cheer, cheer you on. You need both of those. Mm-hmm. It, it's not so healthy to just be alone all the time. So yeah, we I, I absolutely talk about the mindset because if you are thinking in a negative way constantly or if you are uh, thinking from... Uh, uh, well in a way that holds you prisoner to some negative thoughts you actually set yourself up for self sabotage and you can be working so hard but you keep sabotaging yourself and it's the absolute opposite of self care
0: mm-hmm. does that make sense right it does you know and 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 i think that's why we see people who kind of do the yo-yo weight loss you know they lose a bunch then they gain a bunch then they lose a bunch then they gain a bunch um you know it's it's all part of that that mindset um, and you know and, and knowing why, Why do you eat like that? Um, you know, why are you binge eating? You know maybe I, I, you know I, I like the people who make uh, you know who have people do the 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 journal of everything they eat. Um, you know, I mentioned I like cooking. Well, you know, shoot, sometimes half of it's gone into my mouth before I ever even get it to the table. Um, <clears throat> you know, Or are you a parent that cleans up every one of your children's plates because you don't like food to go to waste? You know, all these various things. Um, you know, and, and and was it one glass of wine or was it four glasses of wine that you had at, at night? You know, all those various things.
1: Yeah, and, and I also want to make it clear, you know, I, I am not um, uh, saying that say binge eating is not a type of disorder. There are some people who absolutely do specialized places, Definitely. But what I'm talking about are people who come to me and say, you know, I read a lot of nutrition books. I know how I respond to foods. I actually know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just don't do it. Right. Those people are the ones who actually need a bit of coaching. So we can I can come alongside them and help them do what they know to do, help them see what they don't see in their thinking, uh, in their relationships, uh, in their self-care, this mm-hmm. type of thing. And it makes it a little bit easier to triumph over those habits that are sabotaging you. And I also help them to give themselves permission to take care of themselves. Some people don't give themselves permission to take care of themselves. They're either always taking care of everyone else Mm -hmm. leaving themselves for last because they think that's a noble thing and it's not. Uh, I actually have a lot of physicians in my practice, both nutrition and vitality coaching, and they are are into this rescuer mindset. And Mm -hmm. honestly, that's where I used to be, taking care of everyone else. And sometimes if, if you get a client who has the entitlement mindset, you're going to be taking care of that person and that they're going to be demanding and demanding and demanding and you're not taking care of yourself. So you're actually going to, in a sense, sacrifice yourself for someone else and that's not what it's meant to be. So mm-hmm. I have to get out of that rescuer mindset and into say more of the leadership being responsible for me being more of an influencer than a, a martyr. For right. Instance.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I love how detailed you are. Um, I looked, you know, you you have this great thing on your website called the health appraisal. And I started looking through it. It's 12 pages long. And as I was looking through it, I didn't fill it out. I was just kind of glancing through it. I thought, this is more detailed than my oncologist asked for. Oh, my
1: goodness.
0: And, you know, and and and, and I was, and, you know, and they, none of the questions were anything that I felt that it would be uncomfortable to answer. But at the same point, I thought, wow, these are really, really detailed questions. And, and so I love that that you go into so much detail.
1: It helps me to see patterns.
0: Mm-hmm. It helps
1: me to see why you might be experiencing what you experience. And I do work with tests. I mean, stool tests. I, I know how to interpret uh, complete blood count, CBC, mm-hmm. work with neurotransmitter tests. We do. But you, yourself. You are the first test. I want to know what you feel about mm-hmm. your feelings, your digestive system, and all of this. I want to know what you have to say, what you have observed, and even what your spouse or mm-hmm. your a relatives uh, observe.
0: Right. It all counts. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and sometimes I'm, I'm, you know, there, you do have to get a medical professional involved, oh, um, oh, you oh. know, especially for things like diabetes. Um, you know, I, I mentioned before we were starting the program that I recently had my gallbladder out. And during the research for that, you know, because you had, you know, I had to see what they were going to do to me. It's one of the most common surgeries anymore. And so not only did I screw my body up and got gallstones, and that was probably because <clears throat> I wasn't eating right. But, um, you know, it, then it's like, okay, well, what happens afterwards? Because your gallbladder has a purpose. I mean, it's not like your appendix. You know, they, your gallbladder has a reason that it's there. And and so it's, <coughs> excuse me, going to have to adapt after that. So, you know, sometimes it does take medical professions, but it's, it's all about having it as a team. Um, you know, it's not just that the doctor says, okay, I'm going to give you insulin all the time. You know, no, you have to modify your diet. You you might be working with um, a, 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 a coach in a gym, you know, all these various things. And it's something that you've said several times, you're not doing this alone. And I think that's what so many people get caught up in is you you've said the word perfect so many times. You know, we have to be perfect so we can't admit that we need help. And of course, admitting we need help is one of the strongest things that we can do.
1: It's strong and it's courageous. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely courageous. And a person of substance and depth is going to be extremely grateful that you saw it, you admitted it, you're coming for help, and they're going to want to help you. Mm -hmm. And again, that's why I have people look at their relationships. I really don't want anyone to tolerate someone in their lives who will put them down For say how they feel or how they eat. Right now, Mm -hmm. we're looking for supportive relationships because we need support so we can get to the next level.
0: Right. You know, and overall, when we have that, we are just simply better people, you know, And, and as you mentioned, we have more energy. So you can, you can be the better parent because you have more energy. You're not going to, I can't go play ball with you, um, you know, or you're able to take on that extra project at work because you've got that, you know, that, that energy, you know, all these various things. So it's, it's better for everybody when this is, yeah. is something.
1: And you know what? Uh One of my best friends is a physician, an osteopathic physician. Her name is Teresa, Dr. Teresa Allen, and she's a functional medicine doctor, one of the very best in the country. Mm -hmm. And one thing that gave me so much momentum to take care of myself was how she showed how much she cares about me. Not only did she educate me about some medical things and how my body worked, she worked so hard. She cared for me so much that it gave me even more momentum Mm -hmm. to push past my current stressors and take care of myself even more and to have someone like that on your team who absolutely cares about you it will make a difference in how much you care about yourself and how hard you work
0: Mm -hmm. right you know and and for our overall health, we should always have that. <clears throat> you know, I've fired a couple of my doctors through my process of, of dealing with cancer. Not that they were incompetent or, you know, all these various things. I just didn't click with them. And, you know, and I knew this was a long term thing. You know, I was going to have these doctors for a while. And so it was important that I like them. Um, it was funny. I was talking to my oncologist yesterday and she said something about, you know, who's, who's your primary care physician? And I started laughing. I said, I see that person once a year. And mm-hmm. she said, and I said, you know, she could care less. I said, and, and the only reason I go is I have high blood pressure medicine that I have to take and she's the only one that can refill it. And, you know, and, and I said, but I don't, I said, you know, if I needed something, yeah, I, you know, but my oncologist actually does everything I need. Um, and so I didn't feel the need to have somebody, but yeah, I mean, if you don't like and trust your provider and whether it's mental health whether it's coaching whether it's an uh, you know physician all these various things you know, it it goes a long way towards not doing anything if you don't try because you're not going to tell them you know hey this is what's going on in my life
1: well and exa- exactly you're exactly right that's why it's so important and not that I'm meaning to offend anyone this is just me personally but I do also believe that the spiritual component is right. very Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another friend who is a doctor. Uh, her name's uh, Lisa Hunt, also one of the best physicians around in America. And she actually prays for me and she prays mm-hmm. for my family every single day. And to know that you have that. Mm-hmm. Behind you, it's going right. to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I, I just have so much to be grateful for. I actually pray for my clients. I mean, we have a lot to be grateful for, to press through, to ask for help. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's really good.
0: It is, you know. And, and you know, not not to be cliche about this, but it does take a village. Um, you know, yeah. and and you know, we need that. And especially as busy professionals, we do get caught up in the. I can't admit to anybody that I need help. You know, and and, and I laugh about this. You know, we, we say, well, I have to be able to do my own bookkeeping. I have to be able to do my own marketing because I can't admit that I don't know it. Well, mm-hmm. you know
1: what? Yeah, right. mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we we need to say we need help with those things so that we can focus on what it is we're supposed to be doing. So, you know, same thing goes with our bodies. You know, we need to be able to say, I need help. You know, even if it's just I need somebody to give me some really good recipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. So. Even the podcast of yours is a good example.
1: I mean, because I can tell you fiercely care about your audience. I mean, to courageously bring on a, say, nutrition professional on a business show, which I do have my own business, I mean, that shows a lot of care, <laughs> care and courage. And that's wonderful. I applaud you for that.
0: Well, and you know, it's as I said at the start if we ourselves aren't healthy, it right. doesn't matter what we do with our business. It's not going to be successful in the long run.
1: And you don't want your business to sacrifice your health. So right. you want to know how to be
0: courageous about your self-care mm-hmm. during business. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, holy schmoly, Camille. We have chatted about this for an hour. This has been so much <laughs> fun. Um, you know, So tell people how they find you and connect with you online.
1: Okay. Well, my website is www.com thinkvitality.com so think as in think with the brain vitality.com i am on instagram under camille gallinger g a l l i n g e r and i am on linkedin gotta get more active on that but i'm on linkedin at camille gallinger also but if you'll go to uh thinkvitality.com kind of cruise around the website uh, uh, say hi on the on the contact page that's easy look at the blogs And the uh, newsletters, that's a great way. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want, my phone number is 253-499-4242. That is my office number for appointments, ask Mm -hmm. questions, not about uh, consultations, because I won't do any asking of questions. I'm not your doctor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Or more information uh, I have a couple of assistants who will also help but uh, that those are the best ways to reach me but I hope you have fun looking at faithvitality.com
0: yeah there's great information there and we want to emphasize to people that the way you work with many people is through Skype so for our, <laughs> our listeners who are not in the United States not a problem right right <laughs> great <We> do- <laughs> Well, Camille, as I mentioned, I have been having a fabulous time um, talking with you and can't wait to do it again. I'm Deb Creer, talking with Camille Gallinger. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C Suite Radio.